Hey guys, you are listening to episode 14 of Our Minute Man Moment. Today we're going to talk about airmen as innovators and the impact that they've had on the Air Force and in our wing. Uh, today I have with me Lieutenant Colonel Fitzpatrick, who is our lead in innovation here at the wing, and I have Staff Sergeant Wright, who has been working really close with Colonel Fitzpatrick on uh, several big projects. So welcome guys, uh, good to have you here. Thank you, Thank good you. to be here. Great, great, great. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, like innovation. What is it? What is it that people can do? Uh, what is our impact, right? So innovation has a huge impact on in many different ways on different wings, units, or whatever. So fiscally, um, is there a fiscal impact that they that innovation has had, you know, within our wing? Yeah, uh, innovation is a funny thing because it looks like an expenditure. Well, it, it is an expenditure, but you have to make it an investment instead. So up front, you're going to spend money, and then you hope that on the back end, over the long term, you save money and uh, not only save money, but improve processes and make people's lives better. So <clears throat> fiscally, what we've done here is our, one of our big projects was the FAR UV lamps we covered on another podcast. Now we want to keep that going. Uh, one of our big efforts this year is a, a supplemental funding that we got. We're going to spend some money to make that product much, much cheaper. That saves us $300,000 a year to keep the same, the same ability to protect our airmen against COVID or whatever else comes around during flu season. So investments like that, um, Staff Sergeant Wright's going to talk here in a little bit about uh, the SIREN project we have going on, which is the enlisted promotion that we've made in-house for the state of Arkansas. We made that for 8% of cost. So when you look at something you were going to have to get anyway, and then you make it much, much cheaper or much, much better for the same cost, that is an innovative process. That is how you save your money or at least get much, much more out of your money. Cool. All right. Happy day. So what's what do you guys say that maybe the physical impact has been on some of these innovative projects that we've implemented throughout the wing? Well, um, We've had such a variety of projects, and we're still standing up uh, what we're calling Spectrum because we do everything, whatever comes across our desk, we try to do. Um, we have, for example, something up in FSS, we have a sign-in at the computer. Uh, instead of being in the waiting room, especially during the winter months, or we have older retirees, we don't want to be spreading germs and disease. Well, we don't do that anymore. You sign in, you can get, I believe you can get a text. It's much easier. So that space in the building looks different now we have done things like our auditorium that was an innovative project that was something that we haven't done before we got a lot of kudos for that that's a much better project now we can put people in there and do better presentations it's basically a movie theater so things like that are very obvious you know we have our fighter project that is going to deploy in october that is going to make a different space for training in a different way so instead of airmen having to go up the road and schedule training a month or two in advance for deployment, we're hoping that we will get um, a strong partnership with AMC. Well, that's going to change how airmen do that training. They're going to go down to their vault after lunch and do it instead of scheduling a month or two. So it's as much process as physical. A, a lot of innovation is paperwork. And if you're lucky, you'll never see it. You won't have to do it. It'll just show up as an awesome thing on your doorstep one day. And so uh, that's, it's more about what are our airmen doing and how are they doing it? Not, we're not, you know, we're not building new buildings. We're not, you know, putting up towers. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess there's been a lot of innovation within the wing. We've had a lot of projects that have been implemented, a lot of stuff done successfully. Um, 
but uh, it's awesome that we can continue to do that kind of stuff and uh, and make our wing better for everybody else too. Um, so I know there's like a space you guys have designated to be able to do all this type of stuff. So talk about the innovation lab and what what's its purpose and what comes out of that. So the Innovation Lab, for the most part, is a workspace for those of us that work in innovation to kind of just have an area where we can um, kind of let our thoughts flow and build what we need to. Um, right now, it's just a couple computers down there and some whiteboards for us to work on, but we're hoping to kind of expand it out a little bit, get some more uh, computer tech in there to help us make some website projects a little bit easier and whatnot. Um, and just kind of a nice area where we can just kind of like work and be away from everything else because it's, it's kind of like if you have too many people around you get the whole too many cooks in a kitchen kind of thing spoils the broth so just being a little bit separated out helps us um avoid that issue of having like you know people just being able to come in whenever they want and like kind of mess with us and bother us when we're trying to get you know our work done yeah okay cool so like if somebody wanted to like share an innovative idea or something do they go to the innovation lab what would be that process and what would be like their role in um you know getting something to you guys and across the board and getting into seeing something come to fruition essentially yeah and uh this is where we differ from a lot of wings you know we like to believe that whatever we're doing right now is most appropriate for the job right now so we didn't build an innovation lab full of coffee makers and sofas and 3D printers. A lot of people are doing that, and, and I get that. Our innovation lab has gone through several changes. Right now, it is a workspace designed for coding for some of the projects that our airman coders are producing and for VR and 360 video content creation. Lots of cool toys. I'm not even going to lie. It's amazing to work down there. We have a great setup. We have commercial Wi-Fi, which is you know an uphill battle in a lot of places. But the idea that people are going to come sit down there just so they can think, that's nah, not realistic. We tried that, and I think a lot of other people try that. You know, you're not getting off shift to go sit in innovation and let your creative juices flow. Like, planes need to fly. Things need to get fixed. And so what our process has been is I try and put uh, myself and our airmen out into the wing. We've got personnel out in maintenance group. Just get your idea to somebody. You know, we've built up a – we have a guard advantage. The guard advantage is that we don't have to move jobs every two years. So – We've got four or five years of continuity. You get me the idea. You get me your plan. We will figure out how to get it on a contract. We have an amazing contracting team. We have amazing partnerships at ArcWorks who have really enabled a lot of this. And so if they get their idea to me, they tell me what they want to do, we'll put it into action. And we're really proud that over the last three years, we have not selected some for an action and then uh, binned others. Everybody gets their idea put through. We'll find the money. You give me the idea and do the work. So all they have to do is get a hold of us, and uh, well, I don't know. I think uh, Chief Hunter over at Ops Group came to you guys with an idea, yeah. and uh, it was actually a great one. So what? Did, how did that work for you guys? So for the most part, when he came to this with the idea, it was very kind of broad. It was he wanted to try and create a um, new promotion system for the wing based off of the TAGS directive. So when he first came to us, we kind of looked at that and was like, okay, what do we need to do to make this happen? How long would it take? Um, you know, what's the cost analysis? And we kind of came back and we're like, all right, give us about a year or so. Give us your requirements and we'll work through it. And um, with working with him as we've gone, it's gone very well to kind of keep up with that and going through the process with him and whatnot. 
Uh, the biggest thing has been making sure that we keep a lot of that customer interaction going because it's his idea at the end of the day. We're just making it happen. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. So, so talking a little bit more about this, this is you're talking about the promotion tracker, right? Mm -hmm. So, so essentially, what does that, what does that do? So it's kind of a two-step thing. The first step is very member-dependent, where they go and take their RIP from FSS or uh, MILPDS and upload it to the website. Mm -hmm. Goes through, pulls out all their information, like their enlistment date, date of rank, all that kind of information, and then it populates it onto their page. At the top of the page, it actually has the requirements based off their rank. So, you know, you have to be in four years to promote to staff and have a year in rank and all that good stuff, ALS. Um, well, when it pulls the information, it checks it against that um, tracker and then turns it to green or red if they have it or don't. So a member could go on there and be like, okay, well, in order to promote to staff or tech or whatever, these are the things I need to hit. Because one of the big issues with the wing and um, – is that a lot of people just don't know what they need to actually promote. Right. Because, um, you know, you have to go through the AFIs, you have to talk with your supervisors, you have to dig through all that information to try and figure out, okay, I need, you know, ALS, I need my skill level, I need um, for masters now to promote to senior in chief, you have to have an associates or higher. That's a new change that some people don't know about. Um, all of that is auto-populated based off of what the AFI says. So a person go in there, check, see how they match up, um, and, you know, kind of have some control over what they're doing. Yeah, and they have a good visual for that, too. So, yeah. and then didn't you say, like, everything, if everything's the way it's supposed to be, like, everything's in green, which mm -hmm. means that you have that completed. Or if there's something in red, that means there's something you still need to do or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Very clear visual for that. Yeah. And they can go in and write in, like, information about how they lead, how they, um, what their long-term, short-term goals are. Mm -hmm. And their supervisors and commanders can view all of that information and write comments on it as well. Cool. Just to kind of give them some feedback that, you know, will kind of be a little bit more transparent than we've been in some regards. Yeah. Just so they can see kind of, like, how their leadership views them when they might not have that candid conversation all the time. Yeah. And that goes all the way up to the board, too, right? They can see what the board wrote. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. Feedback's good. Mm -hmm. So the second part of it is actually for the bo board promotion system, which is basically where um, right now, you know, we have all the paperwork that goes into having someone go up to a board where you have to go in and select your five members. You have to figure out all the people that are going up to it. You have to tally up their scores and the comments and figure out who it's going to be. And a lot of times people won't even know how they did on it. Um, right. They'll just go up there and, well, maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. You know, you don't really have much of an idea. With this part of it, it, one, makes that whole selecting people, figuring out the list of everyone, all that digital. So no more paper trail with that. Um, the second part of it is that whenever they put in the scores for ranking, all that is instantaneous. So they can automatically just go and check to see how people rank up against one another, how their scores look, how their um, information, so like their education, uh, the comments from their supervisors and commanders can be viewed on the board. All that stuff is right there in front of them when they're going through the board process. Right. That's cool. And then after the board is done, whenever, you know, they close it out and whatnot, member can go on their page and actually view the comments from the board on how they did so that they don't have to, like, you know, 
sit in suspense for a long period of time and then maybe try to track someone down to ask them. They or can yeah. just yeah, they can just go and check after the board's done, be like, Okay, I didn't get promoted. How come? Yeah. They can go and see, Oh, I scored, you know, fourth on the list and they chose number one. Yeah. You know, okay. Well let me look at my comments for why. Oh, I didn't have, you know, as many certs or I don't lead people as well or something like that. Gotcha. And this is a great, you know, reach back to what you talked about with fiscal uh, impact. Now, we paid, we hired on two permanent GS-11s. Uh, Staff Sergeant Wright is one, Senior Airman Burns is the other. But, so we paid up front. But this was done for 8% of commercial cost. This was about a 1.2 to $1.5 million application. It took us a few months. We did it. We paid their salaries. Well, now we saved 92% on that application. Wow. And that is being integrated directly into the TAGS policy. And guess what? We own it. We have other states already calling us saying, hey, when you're done, can we have that? It's like, yeah, it's free. Go ahead. Yeah. So we're seeing a ton of savings on the back end there. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, it just goes to show that having the skills and the knowledge to be able to do something like that actually does pay off in the end. So, And it benefits more than just one or two people. That's awesome. Well, and that's why you have to be out of out of the flow of sort of everyday things. You know, these guys, I'm super proud of what they've done. They had to learn on, on the job. They knew right. some. They didn't know everything. And I don't have the answers for them. I say, it's the information age. Learn. They've done a tremendous job. And now we have a, an app that we briefed to every chief that was available in the whole state yesterday. Yeah. And, and positive reviews all around. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if chiefs are on board, then... Yeah. And it's a thing, right? It's a thing <laughs> now. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, apparently the whole my promotion thing, I don't know. Is that is that still on the table? That is off the table. Okay. Uh, I yeah. know Chief Bro didn't like that idea because anything that has a my in front of it, what did he say the other day? It, it's going to break. It's going to break. <laughs> we, when we went into the Chiefs meeting yesterday, we were like, they were like, hey, we want to find a new name for this. They're like, oh, well, please don't do my promotion. That just sounds terrible. And we're like, well, that was our one idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, we kind of have working names in the office that we apply to projects. And so yeah. they may just get the working name. We're not going to throw it out there yet because we don't have the approval. But uh, they, the chiefs, of course, kicked it back to the airmen and the staff, said, well, why don't you guys name it? Mm. And so yeah, after we try to kick it to them. <laughs> that could be either a great idea or a really bad idea. Well, they might get, the, they might get our name what for is, it. What is the... Siren right now is okay, it, it, was, right. it was Project okay. Siren, okay. and uh, we talked about it yesterday. I said, you know what? That's what it was when it was born. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. So we may have Siren being deployed uh, here, and we're actually working with the Army to just rework a little bit of the framework and let them use it, and we could save hundreds and hundreds of man hours up on Camp Robinson as well. Nice. Mm -hmm. So we talked about how to propose an innovation, innovative idea to leadership. Um, well, to you guys, but um, as far as proposing ideas to leadership, is that something that you guys would help them with too? Like once you guys vet it and stuff like that, it just goes straight up. You're like, okay, here's what we got. Do you guys ever get one-on-ones with the commander or how does that work? We do. <coughs> I've, you know, we, we're very lucky to have leadership that is exactly bracketed on where they need to be on innovation. Yeah. Um, we have not been forced to do an innovative project. Period. They don't come to us and say, you're going to do this for innovation. We collect the ideas. We obviously have to do the paperwork. We write up the paperwork for contracting. We figure out the strategy, but we bring it to leadership and say, hey, you know, we got our funding. We, I go out and find the funding. That's what I do most of the year is just go shake the tin can and, and hope for money. I present the ideas. They say, okay, 
we give an update yeah. every couple of weeks for 19th Air Force, but we don't get told what we're going to innovate. This is really led by airmen. Yeah. I mean, I'm a lieutenant colonel, but that's about as high as it goes. Yeah. And we've been very successful, and we've been given a lot of money this year. We did yeah. $1.9 million in innovation this year. That's insane. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we have a lot of airmen in here who have good ideas. So um, instead of, you know, pulling teeth to get ideas out of people or to use our innovation, innovative processes, you know, we have people who want to do that and who want to come forward with their ideas. So I don't know if every other wing is like that, but I feel like we're pretty, we're pretty lucky that we have a lot of, of airmen in here who are pretty smart you know, want to share those ideas. So. We do. And if you can keep commander level action down, at not the commander level. So, you know, we have the corporate knowledge. We don't have to have the commander tell everybody to help. I'll yeah. help you. I, I can do that. Yeah. And so I can work with an airman or a sergeant. We'll get it done. And we don't need to involve all the paperwork and the briefings and the meetings. Right. Right. Easy day. So do you guys deal with AFWERFs or any of the other innovation um, I don't know, brands that the Air Force has pushed out to um, kind of move processes along? We do, and innovation is personal relationships. If you don't have somebody to call at 9 p.m. when something blows up, then you're not going to win. It's just how it is. We've worked with StrikeWorks, AFWorks, ArcWorks, all, most of the works is. Um, this year, our major investors were ArcWorks. We have a solid years-long relationship with ArcWorks. We love working with them, and they've dropped seed money on so many projects. Um, AFWorks has funded us to the tune of millions of dollars now some of our projects with uh, research and development money and then we actually got funded by the Morpheus team which works with the vice chief of staff this year they invested uh, 400,000 in our fighter innovation which is great because now we're on that list and they get a bi-monthly briefing how is my where's my money at how's my investment going and what can my team of officers do to move hurdles out of the way is that normal to have investor people investing in you like that like do other wings have that much success in getting people to to, you know, sponsor them, help them out with things like that? I can't comment on other wings. I really can't because there's no normal in innovation. You're just pivoting Fair and enough. scrambling all the time. And if you throw enough things at the wall, something's going to stick. You know, every time my projects are out of money and I quit and I say, that's it, we're done, this isn't going to go any further, somebody calls me and says, hey, you want some money? Yeah. And if you build that network, you build those relationships, you are going to get your project over the finish line. And so... I can't say there's a normal, you know, we have Herkworks down the street. They do great stuff for the 19th Airlift Wing and Little Rock Air Force Base. We associate, we loosely associate, we help where we can. They helped us out a lot this year. We try to do the same thing. But there's no strategy to this. It's just don't quit and do whatever you think is best right now, and it'll work yeah. out. So, right, um, what is on the table for your next project? Well, we've got a couple things that we've been looking at. Um, the two biggest ones that I know we've talked about was trying to take this current idea over to the Army side to kind of help them with their promotion process, at least as far as keeping track of soldiers. Um, because with them, when they have so many people, you tend to have a lot of people that kind of fall through the cracks when it comes to, like, the promotion yeah. issues and whatnot. So just a system that can help them at least keep track of, like, a lot of the lower enlisted because – with them, they got all their DSGs. Um, I can speak a little bit about this since my brother's in the Army Guard. Oh, okay. Um, but they have a lot of DSGs that, you know, they're only there on the weekends. They don't ever really go on orders or anything, so they don't really look at their requirements at all, and they just expect their supervisors to do it. But when right. a supervisor over there has 10 to 20 guys um, who he doesn't talk to throughout the month, 
Um, it's really hard to know, like, okay, it's this guy's month to get promoted or it's this guy's or however it might go. Um, so just giving them a method of just easily, you know, going and checking, okay, this person's good this month, this person's good next month, so on and so forth to kind of help with that. Yeah. It once again goes down to the visual of everything. And you, oh, not only that, but you have everything all in one place where you can just go through, you know, the tabs and be like, this person's good, this person's good, this person's good. Yeah. Are you going to make it so uh, people who are DSGs and don't have access to, like, a CAC-enabled devices can log in and see what they need to do? Um, so the there's a lot of issues with that. One of the things is that since we are just tied to the 189th, we're not any sort of national or federal organization. Being able to get the ability to do it, like, on the wider internet outside of just our base is will take years at least. Oh, okay. Um, so, while that's kind of like a dream, we'd love to have the stuff be open like that. That's just like so far down the line, we want to make sure it works locally first. And right. like we're trying to make the system as easy as possible where they can, on their drill, we can just go in, upload their rip, and then just check it real fast and then move on with their day. Yeah. Um, not have it any sort of long process where they have to type in a bunch of information or anything like that. Not ideally not have it where, you know, it takes an hour to load like some of the other services. Um, just, you know, real quick, do it, move on with your life. Yep. Easy day. Well, um, that sounds really cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to being able to see it in action and uh, use it myself. Well, it's what we tell everybody. We'll deploy it. It'll break. We'll fix it. You'll hate it. Then we'll fix it, and you're going to love it. Yeah. That's all innovation projects that go in <laughs> that in that order. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Awesome. All right. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Anything that I overlooked? You guys are the innovation experts, so I'm sure there's questions that need answers, and I don't know what I don't know. Well, I would just say for National Guard Bureau, make sure you're, you're uh, calling ArcWorks often <coughs> pardon me make sure you're calling ArcWorks often they're a tremendous resource hans jago is up there he's a lieutenant colonel um, he runs that organization they are phenomenal i've worked with all the other works um, they're probably the most effective the most lightweight we've had a long-standing great relationship with them and i can't speak enough about how much they've done for our wing and uh you know fiscal year's over that means innovators get to work start your plans get your ideas start your paperwork so when by the time March comes around, you're ready to execute. That's how we get all the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if possible, I'd like to drop a thanks to two different groups. Of course. First one would be the communications flight. Um, they've been a huge help because this project's obviously going to go on their network for this. So they've been a huge help in fig helping us figure out what we can do, what we can't do, and how to actually get it on the network eventually. Um, the other one would be cyber who recently helped us out a lot doing a penetration test for the website, going through and trying to hack it and break it and all that kind of stuff. They gave us a huge list of things that, you know, we kind of need to go through and fix up or tying up a little bit for security. But just having that, um, the fact they took time out of their drill and their week to help us with that, it was a huge help. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's good to have people like that here. We're pretty lucky that we have great communications uh, guardsmen and great cyber guardsmen so um and civilians too at cyber yep so, absolutely so all right guys well thank you for being here um i hope everybody gets something out of this and i hope we can see some more ideas coming across the desk so we'll see though right mm -hmm. um all right
Absolutely. Well, thank awesome. you. Thanks, yeah. guys. We are Mission Ready Airmen, providing premier training to the C-130 and cyber enterprises, capitalizing on partnerships to support the state and defend the nation. Our vision is to be a diverse family of airmen, dedicated, adaptive, and empowered to lead.